The Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready? Tonight, we have Brandon in studio from Vert Performance. Brandon, you were in studio, I don't even remember how many years ago it was. At least over three. It Was, was yeah. Vert just uh, happening? It was going for like a year or so, and then it was like we were just moving into this warehouse space. Right, right. And which, I just met you. Mm-hmm. You had that mini ramp there. Mm-hmm. Um, you were teaching, uh, s- coaching surfing, skating, uh, discipling, and but a lot of things mm-hmm. have happened since then. Yeah. A lot yeah. of things. More kids, yeah. <laughs> as you have. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. You've been actually you've been having we, more kids. Yeah, we, we're good, though. We're done at three. You got fixed. I got fixed. Shut it down. Dude, freedom. <laughs> How many kids do you have? We have three, yeah. Girl, boy, girl. Yeah. All like kinder. We're like in that new stage of like kindergarten, TK, pre-K yeah. right now. And so when I left the house, it was like, all right, guys, I'm out. And it was like my daughter's like she's in dual immersion. And she's like learning from the zoom meeting. I'm like, okay, yep. enjoy. Isn't that crazy now that, uh, that's how everyone's doing preschool and stuff now. It's crazy, man. I feel school. I feel for the kids because yeah. like they want that face to face time. They don't want face time. They want face time. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. What do you, what do you see the difference? Um, like are your kids acting any different since everything that's happened with the, the pandemic and the more the isolation or because they have like their sisters and brothers around, it's not, doesn't affect mm-hmm. them as much. Yeah. My kids are pretty, I mean, they're just like high energy. Yeah. And so luckily where we live, like nothing's really changed. Like we're still on the beach. They're still hanging out with their friends or we're, we're actually like bicycling more. So mm-hmm. we're going into like Elisa woods and just like cruising around those trees and, yeah. and walking around and climbing rocks and, and, uh, Wait a minute. Those are those trails that connect to Laguna Beach. Yeah. Yeah. I used to go. That's where I used to walk a lot when I got hurt for the first time. Mm-hmm. I would just put the headphones in and I'd walk all through yeah. there. They got the, uh, the it's like a, a cave there. Yeah. Like the bandits used to. Yeah. Bank robbers used to sleep there. Dude, how great is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like you don't need Disneyland. You need just the open space. Yeah. Where there's like markings on the wall. There's like bandits would sleep here. It's like Knott's Berry Farm, but like But free. like real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we've just been doing, you know, they've been like, they've been bummed because this has affected a lot of people differently. Yeah. And we have friends who are like, oh, I'm, we're definitely taking this serious. And then we have friends who are like, it's not even real. And my wife is in microbiology. So she works up at Hogue. And so she's like, no, it's real. But it's, you don't need to like put your head underneath the dirt and like Yeah, you don't hide. have to hide. Yeah. Because right. right. that's more harmful than like getting it (laughs) wow that's very interesting yeah we've talked about this on the show several times and uh we always say you know it's gonna be funny to look back i don't even know if it's gonna be funny but it's gonna be interesting to look Mm -hmm. back and just be like wow that was the biggest hoax or wow that was real yeah you know yeah either we're all i mean we're all gonna die anyway so yeah uh there was like this one quote that i keep like telling people i think it was like I don't know, Spurgeon or someone who is like, hey, when the bomb drops, it's going to drop on us all, but how is it going to find us? Are we going to be hiding in the corner hoping it doesn't drop? Or are the teachers going to still be teaching? Are the doctors still going to be, like, healing? Yeah, yeah. Like, are the coaches still going to be coaching? And it's like, the bomb's going to come and find us all. Like, Mm -hmm. it's all going to happen, so, like, let's just keep going. (laughs) Let's just be out there. Let's let, let the teachers teach. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's true, and you know, 
I was talking to God the other day and I was just thinking about, I'm like, you know, this whole coronavirus thing, like we're, we're still out touring, you know, we're, who's service is still touring. We're going to open States that it's um, not shut down so we can do ministry because now's the time more than ever. Uh, the harvest is more ripe than ever to, yeah. to reach people. But then I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm the one that's taking the risk. I'm going out and put myself in front of people to talk to, to talk to kids that are depressed and suicidal and all that. But it's about their life, you know, and, and God just reminded me of that verse that, you know, our breath is, it's, it's, it's in his hand. Yeah. He's the one that every man has appointed time to die. Yeah. Right. And then comes judgment. That was the first that actually came to my mind. Every man has appointed time to die. God has our breath in his hands. So we don't have to worry. I'm not talking about being stupid. Right. I yeah. mean, we'll, we'll, we'll play by the rules as far as like, if they make sense, uh, you know, like, you know, if, if, you know, uh, if we're going to go to a school and you have to wear face coverings, we're going to wear face coverings, yeah. but we're going to continue to go out and live life and bring the gospel. I saw this little meme the other day on Instagram and it showed like men in, uh, like, uh, world war two or whatever. It shows them like bombing the beach and it's like, you know, 98% uh, death rate, watching them fall, just right running up, you. getting yeah. mowed down by, by machine guns. Yeah. And then it shows men, 2020, they're in a business suit with a mask on their face and they're hiding behind their desk in a, in an office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sums it up, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the, how the world sees, the, you know, men today or people yeah. in general. It's and that's like it's funny because that that meme is so true because it's like what were the women doing? They were building the planes, like building the mm-hmm. the I don't know all the things for the men to go. Like their men were at war; they were inside of the where like the warehouses Cricket. wrenching. Yeah, like wrenching, and it's yeah. like and the kids were probably like right there with them. Like if you were too old to either fight or work, then like. You're going to watch the kids. And it's like, but here we are today. We're like, man, people are like, I don't even, I'm embarrassed to be from America. I'm like, whoa, that's a heavy statement. Mm -hmm. Like you're free to move (laughs) if you want to, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, there's definitely a, a, a major, uh, divide and, um, the media controls a lot of stuff Yeah, and I don't really believe most of the media. And I, I look at all media outlets. I'll watch it all. I'll watch the the liberal i'll watch the conservative and i just kind of see the the theme between the between them but you know i just saw this post from uh or it was a news article that came out yesterday on uk mail last night and it was uh joe biden and uh kamala harris and it said uh joe biden can end the if he gets elected he can end the pandemic and i'm like you bet your buddy can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why would you even say that? <laughs> like, you bet your buddy can. Yeah. And it's, it's over. All, yeah. Done. Like, Back to normal life. I'm going to flick the switch <laughs> and because we are now in control again. <laughs> That's just the thing, man. Like, people are – you've got to be able to see through this stuff. Yeah. You 100%. know, like, I don't want to – we know that this is not against flesh and blood. This is a spiritual warfare going on, and it's like – People are straight up like demon possessed, not in like the weird sense where it's like, like ex, uh, what was that movie, Exorcism or yeah. whatever. It's uh, not, uh, ex, um, what's something like that. Exorcist, yeah, the Exorcist, yeah. Blair Witch Exorcist. Project. Yeah, one of those, yeah. <laughs> it was not in that. Like when we say demon possessed, we think like oh, like on the floor shaking, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Like not like that. No, like we know that, dude. They can be sly. They can be suave. They mm-hmm. can be, mm-hmm. you know. And that's exactly like. People are demon possessed, meaning like they want to see people removed from like the Lord. They mm-hmm. don't want like demons don't want relationship with the Lord. They want people distracted. Mm-hmm. They want them um, eyes off the Lord, like burn the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like we, they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. That's what 
like those demons, like the demons are trying to do, create division, mm-hmm. get people divided. Don't send them into church. Like don't hear the word cannot go out. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's, that's what's going on. Like mm-hmm. we see straight up, like d- Satan and his demons are at work Yep. because the word can go out. They, sh- they influence people. Yeah. They influence. I mean, if you're not walking with God, this is the Satan's the prince of the world. Yeah. If you don't have a relationship with, the, with Jesus Christ, you are being influenced by the demonic realm. Yeah. Always. 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 Yeah. So it's not that you're demon possessed. Um, you could be influenced, and then and then there's obviously possession. But oh, one hundred percent. And with with all that, what we just talked about, that would lead up to my my first uh, question for you. It, well, first of all, before we get into that question, give a little background to the listeners. Yeah. Who you are and what you do, because you're awesome. Oh. Well, thanks, dude. <laughs> to some people, that's why you're on, awesome. that's why you're on the show. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to your wife. Let me find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you need to pick up your clothes. <laughs> um, so, who I am? I'm yeah. I, my name's Brandon Phillips. I got this like surf coaching thing that I've been doing the last actually five years. This month, um, grew up in Orange County. Surf, skate, snow was like my whole mindset, and that took me on. I did a little like got paid to go here or there or mm-hmm. whatever. And until, and then I started to go after I was like knee surgery, knee surgery. I basically uh, went to work for Soltech at Nice 32, mm-hmm. did that for a few years. And then I just knew that like, it was like, someone asked me like, what's important to you in a career? And, and I was like, is it like making money? Is it having power? Whatever. And I was like, no, it's like being close to the community that I live in was like my number one. And, and that was right about the time where I started to like get saved, like really get saved and like, like go and hear the word being taught and then feeling that transformation and then all that. So, um, I basically would, I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to do that? That's important to me. And so I started this coaching program and five years later, here we are. Um, I still coach for USA surfing, um, I mean, we, I teach on Friday nights at Calvary Chapel San Clemente. Yep. Um, what time is that? Six, thir- six o'clock. Yeah. So if you guys are around, head there. Yeah, Friday nights. It's always a good time. It's loose. It's free. It's just like, hey, we're going to show up. We're going to skate. We're going to have fun. I had, like, these sweet teenage girls, like, baby guns in hand, like, nice. last Friday. It was cool. We had a little party last Friday. But, um, you know, overall, like, what I do is just now, like, I just realize, like, I'm I've I'm a Christian. Like I love Jesus because he first loved me and I got to bring the word. I'm a father. Um, I guess a business owner and I just want to impact the community slowly, like and, meaningfully. And, and you're doing it and it's epic yeah. and it's working out. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to, I tried to make it down to that last Friday, uh, thing, but we were, we're in the middle of a move or we just moved and it was Man. insane. So I'm going to, I'm going to get, sucks. We're gonna, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Horrible. Um, we're going to, we're going to get down there, um, soon. So with all that said, so here you are in your element, you're on the beach the other day mm-hmm. and, uh, piggybacking off what we were talking about at the beginning of the show and what you just said you do. Um, you're having a conversation with your friend chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Me and chicken were just, you know, I'm coaching kids and I'm on the beach filming. He came down, rode his bike down and sits next to me and stuff. And we've been friends for a long time. He's watched me grow from like showing up at these retail shows like the asrs and sias like on mushrooms to like here i am like leading kids in the in bible teachings like so he's seen the whole transformation totally sick and he was telling me he's like man i've never voted i've never registered to vote my entire life and he's like 45 years old Mm -hmm. and 
you know, he's like, but this year there's so much information coming in from both sides that I was just like, okay, I, I hear both sides and they're all very loud. I'm just going to start, I'm going to go onto like the Black Lives Matter website and see what it says. So I'm going to do some research. Now, what, what, this guy, what would he be considered? Is he, would, he, would he be considered like a, a, a liberal or a conservative, Democrat? Probably uh, all of it. Like, take, the, take the good from all of it and make yeah. me, which yeah. is like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so he's never even followed it. He's not, he's not, is he, does he believe in God at all? Or? I don't know. He's not saved. Yeah, so he's just, he's, he would be just a guy out there yeah. and just watching the pulse of what's going on in the culture. And now he's yeah. like, dude, I need to find out what the heck's going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not like influenced really by anybody. Yeah, you that's know, dope. like he has been sober for almost ten years, like nine years, mm-hmm. going on ten, and he's never went to an AA meeting. So he's like, I got. He's like, I'm not gonna. I don't need those guys to tell me how to be sober. I'm just gonna stop drinking. Mm-hmm. And he was a big alcoholic. Yeah. So, so it's like. You know he's he's a smart guy, but he doesn't he doesn't need to be like influenced by like he just hears a lot of squawking from both sides, and so he's like, I'm gonna go check it out. Mm-hmm. What is this BLM stuff? And I'm gonna go on their website. He's like, dude, that's kind of gnarly what they're saying. Not I'm not like trying to like draw lines here, but this is just what he's telling me. He's like, I don't necessarily need to like fundamentally change the West. He's like, that yeah. sounds pretty radical. It's like, why would I want to defund the police? I have a lot of great police friends that are yeah. like. So he's like, he's seeing that there's deeper, um, in like motivations yeah. be underneath like just the surface. Yeah. So yeah. he's diving deep, and he's looking at it. Which everyone should dive. Deep. Absolutely. Everybody man. shouldn't just go by what you hear from 15 second Instagram clips. Dude, you get on your phone, you hit the news tab app or whatever and that's what you see like you are just being shoveled yeah it doesn't good or bad you're just being shoveled a side right and so here he is he's telling me all this stuff and i'm like dude like don't he's telling me he's like it's it's like it's not even it's like you're taking like kind of like messed up people like bad people and and bad things and they're and they're calling it good and he's like this is something's going on here. You know, he's like kind of like, he's telling me that he's kind of eyes are open. He's like, this is going to be the first year that I'm actually going to register and to vote and go vote. And so, you know, people are, he basically, what he was telling me was like, he's like, my understanding of what's going on is this is so much deeper than just like an election thing. There is something real going on. Of course, I followed up. I'm like, dude, this is a spiritual battle, man. Mm -hmm. Like this is not just this side or this side. No, this is like a battle for people's souls. Like this is a kingdom battle. And what was his response to that? Cause he's not a, he's not a, he's you know. not a believer. He yeah. doesn't, you know, he's just like, yeah, you're supposed to say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but, what's, but what's awesome. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and that's the way, if you don't believe me, if you, if you, if you don't believe in God, you would, that's your, obviously your answer. Um, but what's so interesting though, is he does see the difference between good and evil. Yeah. And he knows that something is happening. Yeah. And that is part of the of people, um, um, being awake, uh, awakening to, uh, the darkness basically, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So the, the light I believe is being like flipped on for him. Yeah. But, and then just in general, you know, non-believers, these conversations on the beach, you know, cause I coach a lot of kids co- and then in, in doing so conversations with their parents while their kids out in the water. Scoop a little bit. Sorry on the mic. Thanks. Yeah. And so when they're that conversation with like 
the parent, you know, as I'm coaching their kid or whatever, you know, non-believers, liberal, Democrat, or whatever, like conservative, it doesn't like all all sorts of walks of life, and and point of views. And there there's people who are like, this is not normal. Like right. we sometimes joke like, oh, this thing will be over like November fourth. One person on the beach told me she's like, hey, I don't think this is, and I don't think they're like a believing family. Mm-hmm. But she's like, I don't think this is going to be over. I think this might just be the beginning. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like another person said, like, we just need like one person to like come and fix it all. And I'm like, dude, minds Ooh. are being prepped. Uh-huh. Like not of any, <laughs> like dude, minds are being prepped. Uh-huh. And, and the hearts of people are like, you're either wanting it to happen or you're expecting it to happen. But like, the stage is set, man. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. So the Bible says, you know, about the Antichrist, he's going to bring world peace. Mm-hmm. Like right now, let's – we can honestly say that the world does not have any peace right mm-hmm. now. No. <laughs> and, no you know, peace. I would think like, oh, man, maybe maybe the whole world was going to be in chaos and fighting and wars. And, and then all of a sudden he comes in and he just makes peace. But And that could be possibly the case as well. But even just right now, just with the pandemic – there's, there's no peace. Even mm. without the riots and without all the racism and all that stuff, there's still no peace. People are scared out of their minds, yeah. and there's no peace. They're stuck, you know. So that's pretty interesting um, how the Bible just keeps coming to life. There's no peace, and it's hard because, you know, if you don't take a side, then if you don't take the side yeah, that's being extra vocal, then you're part of the problem. And it's like that's where I'm like, dude, they're like, people will come up to me. They're like, what do you think about this? Defund please, BLM, Trump, whatever. And I'm like, I think that Jesus Christ is still king and that his word is still alive. Come on out Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Come and see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, why, why do you say like Jesus is real or Jesus is God? What about all those other people? I'm like, you know what? Like, I think you are smart enough to make a decision. So why don't you just come out and see? Like, we're going through like John 4 and it's like, the woman at the well, right? And it's like, we know she's got the bad rap. She's been with guys. Everyone knows who she is. We know Jesus is like breaking down the barriers, like punk rock Jesus, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what does he do? He he talks to her kindly, and then, you know, he reveals who he is to her, plain and simple. Like, she's like, you know, the Messiah will come, tell us all things. He's like, that's me. I am he. And, and so she goes. She goes, and she tells the men in, like, Samaria, like, I have found him like come and see and it's like she's not some like professor of theology you know she can't probably debate like buddhism or whatever islam or whatever but she's just like hey man like come and see you knew who i was you've seen there's a difference in me come and see and it's like that's where i think a lot of us need to um i don't think we need to be like hey hey, if you're called to be like an apologist go be that Mm -hmm. go do it the best you can I'm not Ravi Zacharias, you know, bless that guy, man. He's, he's chilling with the Lord right now, but it's like, I don't have all the answers. I can't even hardly remember verses, but I can remember like some stupid jingle from like Nick at night or like, (laughs) like from the nineties or something. But like, I will just tell him like my buddy, it's like, dude, just, if you're curious, if you think that there's something off about what's going on in this world, Mm -hmm. then come and see who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and let, let, him give you peace Mm -hmm. let the holy spirit come upon you get plugged in like 
let him give you the peace. And you, you know what's interesting when you were talking about the woman in the well. Also, part of that story is that she was a Samaritan, and the Jews and the Samaritans they were the, the Samaritans were like the half breeds of the yeah. Jews. So they were like a it, there was major major racial yeah. tension there, major. like racist. Talk about racism at its yeah. at its finest. Yeah. And here comes Jesus. And it also, when it talks about, he was on his way to Jerusalem, but he went to go see this lady mm -hmm. and he went like, I think it was like 200 and something miles out of the way mm -hmm. from Jerusalem. He could have went straight to Jerusalem, but he went out of the way to Samaria. And even when his disciples that were Jews saw Jesus chilling with her, what the heck is she, what is he doing yeah. with that, with that per, that girl? It's like ingrained in them. Yeah. They were like, dude, I can't believe he's talking. Like yeah. they were like racist. And, and Jesus went out of his way because, uh, he wasn't about racism. No, it was, I mean, all those boxes were checked, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like Jewish. And for male. the woman, the women were looked at as like, she like, was ingrained too. Uh -huh, it's like, uh -huh. I like am, why are you talking to me? Yeah. If yeah. we were going to bring it to today, it would be like black or white, right? Yeah. It was like, why is this like whatever pastor, black or white talking to the whatever black or white like woman? Yeah. And it's just like, here he is. And, and what happens? Like, He's just like, boom, big old hug, like loving arms. This is where peace is found. And I'm like, man, people have, they, they want peace so bad, but yet they think they're going to be able to like, I don't know, find it. And like a man is not going, or a woman is not going to bring peace. No, no, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. It's all by the Lord. It's all by Jesus, man. And that blood is like, you can walk all over it or step over it, but it doesn't change who he said he was. Or is, and that's what's so interesting is that you were talking about how people are like looking for like someone to come and bring peace, or you know maybe this thing's going to happen forever, and they haven't you know they have stress and all this stuff. Jesus says, "I've come." Uh, what does he say? He says, um, "All you who are weary and heavy laden, come, and I will give you peace and rest for your soul." He can do that right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And when we read the scriptures, we know the character of Christ. He's in control. He we have his our breath is in his hand mm -hmm. and he's given us a mission here on earth. And that is to bring the peace and the hope and the truth to a hurting and hopeless, fearful world. And that's so why we living in these times. We yeah. just, as Christians, we just keep doing what we're doing. We're not shaken. Isn't it? And that's funny too, because from the outside yeah. people who look inside and see that, and I think the, the ones who are really ready are like those, like one kid's, because kids are smart, people are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I say that because like, kids are so smart. They can see through the bogusness. You know, they see through the posers. They see through, mm. if you're not authentic and real, mm. like they know mm. right away. Yeah. And, and that's where like, kids are so ready to hear. And it's like not up to us to like convince them or be like crafty or cunning mm -hmm. or have like some light show going on. Mm -hmm. Like, and like Jesus is like, ex like Jesus is exciting, but it's not like by like the, the, you don't the ponies. Up. Yeah. You don't need like the ponies and the unicorns. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, bring them the word. Mm -hmm. There was a kid who came to the youth group, never a kid that I coach. His name's Kai. He's awesome. Love you, Kai. He's never been to church before. He had never heard the word before. Went, and he's already just being like, it doesn't matter if you are like the 60-year-old local salty dude at Salt Creek all the way down to like the super cool kid in Laguna skimming. He's like, hey, you got to come to church. You got to hear this thing. And I'm just like, all I'm doing is reading. Mm -hmm. He showed up during like John 3. <laughs> yeah, And yeah. he's just like fired up. And I'm like, dude, how – like." 
it's not by my like cunning or um, craftiness mm-hmm. to like throw on some big party. It's like just present the word true and simple, and like those ears are so ready to hear it. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's 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 a funny yeah, it's a funny like world we're living in now now is the time um there is a couple more things i want to hit on um i know that god's been stirring you up lately because we Mm. had a conversation the other day and um i feel like he's just doing something something new you you know you hit me up and you were like you know um i feel like uh it's maybe it's time for me to be able to go on a whosoever trip with you guys because you've been seeing what we've been uh, doing on the tours and just going out and, and basically just reaching the people yep. right where they're at. And it was funny because when you were talking to me, you were just like, it's not about like keeping up with the, with the Jones, you know, it's, or the, the, the scene the in scene. a sense. And before we go to break, we have a couple minutes, but maybe break that down like a little bit about the scene or keeping up with the Jones. Maybe that's kind of like it been in a place where you've been. Um, I was there at, at, at one time as well. And I think a lot of people, um, are caught up in it, mm-hmm. but um, speaking that a little bit before we go into you, what God's doing in your heart now after the yeah. break. So we got a couple of minutes. So yeah. like basically, like you know, we were talking in the scene. It's like we are we as like you know, just if you're in any sports or mm-hmm. trying to accomplish anything, music, sports, whatever, you're always kind of gauging yourself mm-hmm. upon like people's success, right? Mm-hmm. It's like is my soul is my show sold out? Did I win the contest? Did I get the sponsor? Am I getting the, you know, the... The views. The views. Yeah, I, I was going to say the mag shot, but yeah, dead. views, mags. <laughs> Interview. Yeah. And it's like, as you're you're not even motivated by, like, like, progression and just enjoyment and being part of the crew and, like, doing it so much anymore. But you're just like, I got to be in front. I got to have people talking about me. I've got to be there or else I'm fear of missing out mm-hmm. and and that's like our kids are so burdened by that i think all of us now are like burdened by that you go online you're like oh that was going on i wasn't there <laughs> like i could have yeah. been there that was my opportunity so i finally was just like over I, the lord's been working on that in my heart for a while but it was just taking a step back mm-hmm. and realizing that it's never enough it's never enough the gold medals you could have all of them every year but you're still as soon as that gold medals or that like the podiums broken down you're like well the beach is gone Mm -hmm. like there's no one on the beach left who's who's cheering me up anymore like that's nobody Mm -hmm. who am i left with i got Mm -hmm. nothing back in the hotel room Mm -hmm. like debating on whether i look at the porn or commit suicide Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. just take down the handle of vodka or whatever smoke smoke weed till your brain turns off yeah Mm -hmm. fall asleep Mm-hmm. there's no more cereal in the box yeah, like yeah. it's just like you know so the lord has been kind of revealing that stuff to me even as like i'm walking with the lord and raising a family that stuff is still just kind of getting in the way of faith that is so normal though it's for people it is the normal it is, that is, it is the, the normal yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yep so that's where um i've just been kind of like you know just through just through the word you know um that's the season that I've just kind of been like tossing, like doubting. It's doubt, mm-hmm. you know. I've been like, Lord, it, do you have me where you want me? Should I just be a cop right now? Should I just go and do mm-hmm. this? And it's, you know, my pastor said to me, Holland, he's just like, he's like, why, why are you living in such little faith? 
-hmm. Like the Lord has you exactly where he wants you. Don't you see it? And it's just like, oh my gosh, man, you could get so caught up in like, well, this person left the pro my program. So where am I going to get the thousand bucks from? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, dude, like there's going to be two more right in the email chain. Like, mm -hmm. why are you so doubtful? I have you right where you want, mm -hmm. where I want you. And that has really been the, um, the kind of like the, the eye opener for me as of lately of like, I don't need to be validated by the scene, by always being there, by having the most kids or the best kids in the program. It's all about like, what are you doing? What are you doing for the Lord? Because that is basically giving me the desire of my heart. Like this is who I, who he made me to be. And it's to, to be in fellowship with him, to be in the word. Hold that thought because we're going to have you unpack all that because I, I, we talked a little bit about it the other day and it's going to be epic. Um, before we end the show and go to the break, I do want to plug. Uh, we are going to Montana and we are going to Idaho on tour. And interesting enough, we have been getting good feedback. So I just talked to my team yesterday and they said that we have a lot of interest. If you're listening to the show and you want us to come, um, we're coming to Montana September 26th to October 4th. And then Idaho, October 5th to October 18th. Uh, Sonny Sandoval, he just, from POD, he said he's going to come and hang out with us. So that's going to be awesome. Now that he's not touring with the band because the pandemic, he's going to come and hang out, mess around. He's a skater as well. Um, we're going to do skate contests. We're going to do school events. We're going to do youth groups. We're going to do reservations. We're going to do juvenile detentions. We're going to do anywhere we could get in. Yeah. So contact us at thewhosoevers.com. Book us, and we will talk to you in two minutes after break. More of The Ryan Reese coming up. Post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now, back, back to The Ryan Reese Show. All right, we are back, and I got Brandon Phillips in studio from Vert Performance. He's from San Clemente. He does a night on Friday night at 6 o'clock yep. at Six Calvary Chapel San Clemente mm -hmm. at Holland Davis's church. You guys have heard Holland Davis on the radio show many, many times. People love when he's in studio. That's who Brandon's with down there in San Clemente. Um, yeah, so right before the break, Brandon, we were talking about how keeping up uh, God's been doing something new with you. We were on the phone call the other day, which led to this interview. Mm -hmm. uh, you were just saying, you know, I feel like um, God's kind of leading me to maybe go on a whosoever trip with you guys because I'm watching how you guys are just going out to you said something like you're just going out to to anybody's basically yeah. out, out wherever it's not like you're you're trying to go and reach like you're not just going to all the rock stars and to all the pro surfers and all pro skaters you're just going out to the to the to the people and i said brandon i said that's what jesus teaches in the bible we're just doing the jesus model and it's in yeah. luke and nine and ten it says that jesus sent out the, the disciples well first he said follow me he didn't ever told them where they were going but as they followed him, then he sent them out first the 12 and then the 72. And it says that they went to all the villages and all the towns. And it was that simple. Literally, we're just going to small towns, big towns, villages, and we're just touring and we're just preaching the gospel. And that led you to saying, you know, um, I'm just tired of keep trying to keep up with the Jones mm -hmm. or the scene. And that's so natural for you and me. And I think everyone that's even listening to the show, because we compare ourselves. Oh, look at that neighbor's car. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at the neighbor's house. You know, he has a bigger house than me or, you know, oh, look, he has the pool. I don't have the pool. We always compare ourselves to to people, which is just that's just human failure. You know what yeah. I mean? But what's interesting is when we were on that conversation, 
I was uh, just telling you, you know, like, Brandon, when you just follow God and you don't keep up with the, the Jones, you just keep up with what he's doing. He's the one that gives you like the desires of your heart and you find out who you are, your identity in him. And he reveals this amazing plan. And I think, you know, you, you have a couple things to say about that. Um, yeah, it's funny because like how, how do we get sitting here? Right. And it's like, well, it's not because we've done all these things in the past that we're like working our way up. It's actually like by just letting go, yeah, like letting go and being like, okay, like God, like I don't, I don't need to keep like killing myself just to be at every single place. I don't need to keep like hashtagging every single company just to be able to get to a company's like mm-hmm. to get on the team or whatever. Like that's so tiring. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be posting one or two or five times a day to be able to get the followers so I can get on the show. It's like, that's exhausting, man. And so trying to keep up with like the scene and so much of that social media stuff is relevant, but even just in our little pockets of like, you know, kids can just be like, I, you know, grow, you could like grow up in like Laguna or Newport or whatever. And it's like, if you don't, you could have amazing car or amazing grades, but yet, it's never enough. It's never enough. And so finally by like letting go of all of that and, and it's like, well, all right, Lord, where, what, how do I, how do I know like the will, right? How do I know your will in my life? Once I'm like getting out of the scene, I'm going to stop like chasing it so hard because it's not who I am really. We're not made to be like competing with each other. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. (laughs) Can't do it. Yeah. You can't win. You yeah. can't. No, only a rat win, wins in the rat race. Uh-huh. <laughs> Buddy told me that the other day. I was like, that's amazing. It's true. <laughs> but, you know, like, so it's finally when you're like, all right, Lord, I got, like, as a coach in a, in a town like San Clemente where there's just so much talent, a lot of people can think that your, your ability to coach well comes from, like, who you're coaching. And... I remember thinking like my role is not if I if I continue to try to like grab the best kid, grab the best kids, because that gives me value as far as like a coach that doesn't it, it, it never ends because kids are always jumping around, moving in, moving out. A kid will come up like be nobody one summer next summer. And now he's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, man. You can never do it. And so when like when we started it, it was just like, OK, I just want I almost want like the nobody I want the kid who doesn't know how to surf because then I'm going to build them up so just kind of like making this like hard left out of the scene and being like okay Lord who am I what have you made me for and then we go you like you find that example of John the Baptist and he's like I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness man like that's who I've made you to like who I've made you to be you are supposed to have a relationship with me and give out the word. And then, well, okay, well, where do I do it? Where do you want to be? Like, what do you love to do? And where, like, where are you planted? And so for me and my wife, we're always thinking, like, should we, like, hop on the California Exodus train and, like, <laughs> go where? Where's everyone going? Not California. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're going anywhere. It's not, it's no longer just Oregon, Texas, or wherever. It's like, they're like, we're going to Louisiana. <laughs> like, like people are just bailing somewhere in between the East and West coast. Yeah. <laughs> like finding that middle ground. But we, you know, we thought about it and it's just like that, that pressure of like trying to keep up, keep up, keep up. 
do we have a good car? Do we have the house? Like we got five people in a two bedroom, one bath. Mm-hmm. And our kids are getting older, and they're dropping some heaters in the toilet. And you're just like, dude, uh-huh. like we need another bath. Lord, please. Like We're good where we're at, but please bring like, uh-huh. open those doors. Bring those people. Do we be able to afford another bathroom? But, man, like when you are asking the Lord, like, all right, I can't keep up anymore. I'm surrendering it all. I want that progression. Like I want to be delivered. I want to be forgiven, and I want to be transformed. How do I do that, Lord? Where do you want me? It's like, well— He's given us, he wants us, he's made us for these purposes, right? And he wants to give us the desires of our heart. And so you got to ask yourself, like, all right, Lord, like, what, what, do, you, what do you love to do? Like, if you love playing music? Mm-hmm. Sweet. What, like, do you have uh, an outlet, like, around you? It's like, well, I got this church up the road that said that we can play any time. Well, there we go. Desires of your heart. Do it for the Lord. You got to. A place you can plug in and just start playing it you don't know people have to understand too that it's it's it, there's a progression it's just it, it, you're what you're going to do for the lord just doesn't explode overnight yeah it's a process because god wants to work on your character yeah first yeah because your character and your relationship with him are more important than anything you can do right for him he doesn't care he yeah. it's all about character so it's man that that it's so true that character building and, you know, like being transparent, like you, you can relate to this mm. as far as like sharing a similar sin nature, man. Mm. But it's like, it's not easy to admit that like I struggle with lust after the flesh, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm on the beach all day. Like mm-hmm. I see what's going on mm-hmm. and like the awesome creation that God <laughs> has made like all around, man, there's a lot of chicks on the beach and you're yeah. just like, like, Lord, like that is not mine to like to um to behold you know yeah but what i can do is look around and look at the hills and the water and the waves and everything i'm like that's you i can i can behold that i can i can lust after like your creation Mm -hmm. and just because it cries out like Mm -hmm. a creator but yeah there's a, a a big refining like process and opportunities that you can take or fail hot time and time again but that forgiveness is man you got to really understand like for me like you don't just like you say you don't just like land on like i don't know we're talking about the show or whatever it's just like the lord's got to open doors Mm -hmm. and do those little things well but where i see like a lot of like that progress and like when i'm like okay no more keeping up with the joneses i just want to walk in your will lord and we're talking about the show or the, the tour and everything like that's that's the greatest thing you could probably ever do mm-hmm. you know uh, we we're going through john four and where the disciples come back they're like dude we brought you a sandwich like don't aren't you hungry mm-hmm. he's like i'm good because he was just he just watched that woman get saved mm-hmm. and like that's the filling of our soul right like when you guys leave i'm sure like a town or whatever you're just like we don't even need to eat like that. We're so oh, full. Yeah. yeah. The stories. Yep. Yeah. After every event, just talking to all the kids and hearing what, how they've been impacted and where they were before they showed up to the event and their mindset. And now when they're leaving, they feel peace. They encountered God. They know he's real. Yeah. That's, I mean, just that's amazing. real stuff. Yeah. Like that's real fulfillment. That's like so opposite of like keeping up with the scene and all the marketing dollars that it's poured down people's mm-hmm. throats and on their phones and just infiltrated them with. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just like, how could, doesn't that look desirable? Like mm-hmm. when people look in from the outside and they're like, why is that guy like not cussing at me? Or why is, why, what's going on? What's different? Like we hear that and then here we go. We're like, well, because we're not wrapped up in all the nonsense, man. We're free of all that. Mm-hmm. And we've got the living, we've got living water right here mm-hmm. and it's flowing out mm-hmm. and it's free and it's for you too. <laughs> But yeah, I would say, no, no, it is everything that you're saying. I'm just kind of wrapping my head around it that when going back to John the Baptist, when you were saying that he was just like, Hey, I'm just out here in the wilderness. Yeah. And it's not like, do you think God would have sent John? He was actually a city boy because his, his dad was the uh, priest, one of the high priests in Jerusalem, but he left that, that, that Jerusalem's the scene we were talking yeah. about. He yeah. left the scene, yeah. honestly. Now that now I'm thinking about this conversation we've been having, he left the scene and is just like, dude, I'm, I'm over this whole city life and being in the scene. He went out to the wilderness and it says that he just waited there till God gave him his marching orders. And do you think God would have just sent him out there because he would have hated that area? Right. He knew that he knew that John the Baptist wasn't about that city business. Mm-hmm. So he gave him the desire of his heart. He put him out in the wilderness. He was like a mountain guy, you know, like yeah, locusts and honey, <laughs> yeah. big old beard, yeah. you know, fishing, hunting, doing yeah. whatever, you know, he did. He's an outdoor guy. He, he was an outdoor guy, basically. Yeah. And he was just out there. And God used him right where he was at, mm-hmm. gave him the desires of his heart. So he didn't want to be a city guy. Used him right where he was at. And guess what? People came to him. He wasn't doing Instagram ads telling people to come see him or anything like that. He was just there posted up in God's will. God gave him the green light when when to go because he was basically getting discipled, obviously, because he wasn't preaching and teaching until there was a moment when God gave him the green light to go up and down the river, it says. I forget in Luke or something. But anyway, he was there getting, you know, praying, fasting, getting in the word. And then when God gave him the green light to start the ministry— he went and revival broke out and yeah. people were coming from all over the place to see. They were coming from the city. The scene people were coming to come see this fool in the desert. How amazing is that? I mean, that, Epic. the little things being faithful yeah. in those little things mm-hmm. where it's like, John's like, dude, this isn't, you know, not to bash on like the mega church or like whatever. Cause no. you know, like people are getting saved, but I this is hey, really quick. Sorry to cut you off. That's this is for the, the common people. The common people. We're talking to the common people. Yeah. Right? Because the, the mega church and all that stuff is not relatable to a lot of the listeners. They're like, where, how, this isn't even possible. Yeah. We're telling the common people. Yeah. Like us. Yeah. Like, God could use you right where you're at. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it doesn't have to be like the the smoke and the fireworks. And yeah. it's just like, dude, the simple word for somebody who has really been called to like, dude, this is just what I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. as humble and as faithful as I know how to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as someone who's like walking in that way right now, where I'm just like, I don't need to have like the look or, or the gimmick or whatever, like the advertising, I'm just going to be like open all doors, bring the word the best, as best as I know how be faithful in the little things, be trustworthy. And it's just like, well, doors start opening up. Yep doors start opening up kids start getting saved and then you're like there's no other fruit that is better than that like i need to keep going i needed to keep doing things and i'm like ryan like when's the next tour i gotta pray about like schedule and like making sure like we're all good to go because man just 
like send me lord like yeah. send me yeah and well you know what's cool about you as, as i'm just thinking about like what you do for a living you're you're uh you're this guy that's just on the beach out there and you're you're talking to people and you're you're sharing the lord when possible you're a coach obviously but then when the opportunity opens all you do is you're pointing people to jesus and to obey the commandments because you're pointing to you know the truth of jesus who he is and that's what john the baptist did he was just out there posted up and his message was very simple it was just like change your ways yeah. repent means repent. Just change your way <laughs> repent means change your ways yeah. uh like stop 180 stop sending yeah and go the go to the other direction and that's yeah. basically what you're doing and god's using you on on the beach and that could sound just like being in the, in the john the baptist was in the wilderness by, by river because he was baptizing yeah so he was just hanging up by some body of water mm-hmm. talking to people and I love that too because, you know, and it's like I'm so grateful that we do have like a safe place to be able to hold, you know, like Bible studies yeah. at church. But then again, like we're like, dude, our governor in California has been like, no church, like yeah. shut it down, wear a mask, no, don't hang out with people, don't sing. I'm like, okay, well, we could still do this on the beach. And so the church is now finally like going out of the walls and. Who is the church? That's us. Yeah. You know, we're not like the big flag marching down as a group. No, it's like individually, if I'm on the beach and another guy's in, I don't even know, like climbing rocks or something like that, or another guy's like the mountain bike guy or skateboarding or whatever, the running guy, the pool guy. Now the church is finally going out and realizing like, I can bring the word. I wonder if this is part of God's plan to get the church out of the church. Yeah. Because yeah. you could go and hear people, you know, you can go and hear these amazing Bible studies. Everyone's all lit. Everyone's all fired up. Yeah. Let's go take the world. Then they go back to their normal life until next Sunday. Come back. Now God's like allowing the church to get out and do church. So people can actually see what it looks like. Yeah. Very interesting. Cause they're doing some stuff down in Huntington beach. It was in the news. Like there was like big turnouts, right? People doing worship and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. That's great, man. And, and, you know, if we're not allowed to fly or whatever, then we're, we're keeping it local. Yeah. And our neighbor is the one who needs to hear it. Because, again, what we started talking about in the beginning, it was like, dude, the news thing, the, the political thing, that's just drawing lines. It's drawing div- like division with our neighbor, the people who we see the most often. Mm-hmm. We walk into Starbucks and it's like, like dude, I know you're a Christian and I'm so far on, on not a Christian that like, I can't love you. We can't love each other. And it's like, well, dude, now my mission field is like right at home. I'm not going to China. I'm going to Starbucks. I'm going to the guy who I'm sitting next to in the water or wherever it is. And it's like those conversations, that showing of love is like, is so, so that's such like the father's heart right there. Just like, yeah, I can, I can have that conversation. Like, like I know that that person's hurting just by their actions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Lord, like, how can I approach them? And he's like, he's like, you know, I haven't really gotten that, like, like ask him about like that car accident or whatever. Like, you know, I haven't like gotten like that word yet to yeah. like do that, but I know the word, the, the Lord works through that way. But it's more of just like, Hey man, isn't today just like awesome. And they're like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. how do you respond to that like mm-hmm. no <laughs> like oh why is it not awesome mm-hmm. or yeah it is awesome huh yeah like yeah it is this water ah so warm and then let the conversation just naturally mm-hmm. like progress into are you drinking of this water mm-hmm. or are you drinking of 
yeah. this water because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm drinking of this water and i gotta give you some mm-hmm. of this water mm-hmm. like where do you how do you i thought churches were like shut down because you guys are all idiots yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. like no actually come and see like yeah. come and see and so just the opportunity to be able to like get yourself out of the scene mm-hmm. and like really start i think like asking jesus are you real like do you really are you really god mm-hmm. simple as that and then it's like watch him watch the holy spirit just move and be delivered of sin mm-hmm. be like be born again mm-hmm. be made new be transformed and then watch your neighbor go how what the heck happened to you mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's i don't know man you know it's what, you know what's another it was speaking of opportunities um another thing that works for me is the way i kind of start conversations kind of with you know where we're at in the world right now it's a little bit different but i'm just like so so how are you hanging in there with everything that's going on like right now like what's your thought you know just mm-hmm. it's not like i don't have to come in i'm not coming in to like bounce jesus over their head or anything but i'm just yeah. like so so hey how are you hanging in there with the whole pandemic and everything and or you doing okay or you yeah. know just kind of that and they could right there that con- that one question will just open up yeah the conversation oh i don't know man you know i'm being really scared or you know it, the conversation could go in any direction but it literally opens because people always go well ryan you know my my biggest fear is actually just talking to people and opening the door to talk to people about jesus well you don't have to come out with jesus yeah, like, you just go yeah, yeah like hey <laughs> You're a sinner and Jesus needs you. You know, you yeah. need Jesus. But it's more like, how are you doing with all the pandemic and everything going on? You know, uh, has anyone been affected in your family? Have you, you know, uh, do, you, are you, do you have peace? Are you kind of scared? You know, just you just open the door. And you don't even need to be like in the mindset of like, yeah. okay, I'm going to ask five questions. or I'm going to close the deal. I'm like five questions. <laughs> five <Four>. questions. <laughs> I'm going to ask five questions and then I'm going to be like, you're a sinner. No, no, no. Like, genuinely have a conversation, have a conversation. Yeah. and you're going to be so filled right like when you if you get the opportunity to share jesus with like a stranger or even like someone you're familiar with dude it's it's like what jesus is saying he's like i like i get filled from from not of not of like meat you know like yeah. of this earth like i get filled from like the spirit, like from the heaven. I think I just totally butchered that verse, but, <laughs> but it's like, you know what I'm Sorry, saying? I like, butcher verses all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, going off what you were saying, how like people go, I got five questions and I'm going to close the deal. You know what? You're going to have a lot more peace and um, rest when you go into a conversation, when you're just going, you know what? I'm going to go talk to this guy. It's not about closing the deal yeah. because the Holy Spirit is the one that closes the deal. He's the one that will open the door for them to want to yeah. give their life to Jesus. So if you go in with no pressure, like I'm going to have a conversation with this guy. Do you know how many people I've had conversations with about just whatever, like not nothing spiritual, just conversations. Yeah. And then sooner or later, the door opens for me. Well, hey, Ryan. So what do you do anyway? You know what I mean? Like it opens up, but I don't yeah. have to close the deal. There's not my, pr- I don't have pressure and I'm an evangelist, right? Yeah. I don't have pressure to close the deal on, on everyone I talk to. I just have conversations with people. Yeah. And then the door opens when God wants to open the door. It could happen that time. Yeah. It could happen four times from there. It could happen six years from then. Yeah. You're just a delivery boy. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like- you just got to be open. And what I found that works great is just, Learning how to have convert, genuine conversations with people yeah. and just hear about people. If you ask them a question, 
they'll ta- they want to talk about themselves. What is it like? People are like their favorite subject or whatever. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing? Yeah. How are you hanging in there with everything that's going on right now? Well, and think how's about this it. affecting your life, your kids? Dude, they'll just. Well, school, right? We talked about yeah. school. Yeah. Every parent now is now like. Not only are you a parent or like a husband and wife, so you got that relationship, yeah. and then you've got like your your employee like responsibilities. But now you're a teacher. I'm like, I'm going to invoice the governor, dude. I'm going to send him an invoice. Everyone, send an invoice. He has no money. He's been, <laughs> he's been sued by everyone. <laughs> I'm like, here's my invoice. But no, like, how are you today? Like, and not just like like not like lip service, but it's like, hey, like, how are you, man? Like, you got a toddler. And we're not even supposed to be like hanging out with people. Like, how are you? And just let let the love of people yeah. like be re- restored because right now, like our culture wants like no love. Don't show love. Yeah. That I think the worst thing, maybe it's being used as the worst thing, but it could be used better, is like that next door app or whatever. Like I tr- I made the mistake of going on and I was like, I need to buy like a bike rack. And I get these like email updates like next door, new topic. And it's like people just talking trash on their neighbors. And you're like, dude, this is like a full ministry right here. Just, just being that. on next door and be like, um, saw my neighbor like needing help with the garbage cans, decided to help them, turned into like having coffee, turned into like, whoa, they're battling cancer. Didn't know that. Like ask your neighbor how they're doing. Like, wow. You know, wow. like wow. I'm like, there's a ministry opportunity oh, right yeah. here, but it's Everywhere. just like, like I can't believe but, you. <laughs> and this this all comes down to getting killing the noise. Yeah. Get caught getting out of staying caught up with the Jones or the scene and op- going through those doors that God wants you to go through and that's when all these oppor- opportunities everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Right under our noses. And God will show you and he will give you the desires of your heart and you will be having a great time. You'll be you, filled. You'll be filled. You won't even be thinking about lunch. We have we have a minute left. So, uh, any last words? Oh man, just, I would just say like, be, if you guys are on the fence, just be open to like, is Jesus who he says he is? Mm. Be open to that question. And like in your heart of hearts, like just pray that prayer. Like, are you real? Reveal yourself to me Mm -hmm. and watch, watch these people like come around you that are like, well, I guess you are real. And if you are a follower, a believer of Jesus, man, like get to work, like get Mm -hmm. to work, be willing to go because the harvest is ripe and you got to go. If you want to know the model, it's very simple. Read this, read uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts. The model's there. Just watch what Jesus did from town to town, city to city, and read, read and see the kind of people that he hung out with. Mm-hmm. It was the whosoever's. It was yep. just the, the anybody's. It wasn't all the, the kings and queens. He was just with the common people rolling around the city with the disciples, common people. Yeah, uh, make sure you guys book us. We are coming to Idaho, and we're coming to Montana, and the dates are as followed. Montana, September 26th to October 4th. Idaho, October 5th to October 18th. Skate contest at the local skate parks, and we're going to hit the schools. Book us. We're coming to bring the Great Commission. Peace. Amen. Thank you for being on. Yeah, thank you. That was sick. This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, 
click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for The Ryan Reese Show. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.